Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday and this is the 14th week after Pentecost. This week we will once again read all of the Bible readings that have been assigned for our coming weekend. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Amos, chapter 8, verse 4. Hear this, you who trample on the needy and bring to ruin the poor of the land, saying, When will the new moon be over so that we may sell grain, and the Sabbath so that we offer wheat for sale? We will make the ephah smaller and the shekel heavier and practice deceit with false balances, buying the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, surely I will never forget any of their deeds. The word of the Lord. When we read an ancient text like this one that we've just heard from the prophet Amos, we might be surprised to find that greed has never really gone out of style. It still speaks to our situation today, this word that comes from the prophet through the voice of the Holy Spirit. It still speaks to us because there are still people who suffer, who are being trampled, who suffer because of the greed of those who wish to get ahead by cheating, scamming, or otherwise exploiting us. For thousands of years, the love of money has squeezed out the love of God and the love of God's commandments. And that is what is particularly sad about this word that Amos speaks to the greedy and dishonest rich in Israel during his time. Because Amos speaks to people who should know better. It is like he would be speaking to a congregation that had forgotten or lost its way as people went out to follow their own pursuits in pursuit of making money, gaining wealth, and finding security. What is sad is that these are God's people, and from what 
Amos tells us, they give the impression that they are good and righteous, observing holy days and festivals, making sacrifice and saying prayers, but all the while they are more eager for Sabbath and holy days to end so that they can return to their first love, which seems to be wealth, business, money. How sad that God's own people would fail to live out the promise of God's love for them and God's love for their neighbor that they would fail in their responsibility to love and care for those and to share from the abundance that God has provided. How sad that they have put their trust in money and wealth instead of in God. Their wealth gives them a status and a power, and their status and power can at certain times cover up all kinds of unrighteousness. And so they can hide behind it as they cheat, rigging measures in their favor, using their power to dispossess the poor, to take their land and turn them into slaves, to enlarge their land. And because they are rich, no one really questions it. It just seems to be the way of the world. And some might even say that in their good fortune, God has blessed them. But God sees what they are doing, and God wants them to know that not only does God see, but God also hears the cries of the poor who cry out against those who cheat and steal, use and exploit them, the ones who cause them to suffer so that they can gain. For those of us who have little in the way of power and wealth in the world, what we do have is our prayers as an appeal to God for justice and vindication. When we think about God's judgment or how Christ will one day come to judge the living and the dead, we often think or picture Jesus sitting on a throne judging us according to how we acted, according to God's law. And this sometimes seems to be sort of an individual thing. This is between God and us, but there's really actually another dimension to this that we often miss. Because a large portion of God's law is dedicated to describing how we, as God's people, are to act in love toward our neighbor. The second commandment, uh, or the second half of the commandments of the two great commandments, to love God and to love neighbor. God's judgment then also decides between neighbors, as we appeal to the God who is faithful and just to act on our behalf. In the case of the suffering poor and the greedy rich, how will God judge? And that's what Amos has come to warn the elite of Israel and all who think that love and think and love money and wealth and business more than God and their neighbor. God speaks through Amos to let them know that God sees their hearts, knows their secret desires and their inmost thoughts. And even more than that, God and God's love wants to turn and change their hearts and mind, to turn their hearts away from money and wealth in that pursuit and turn their heart and mind towards him. God wants to make God and God's way the desires that does drive their life. And God wants to them to turn and to repent. So God sends the prophets to speak strongly and directly so that we can hear that word and turn from the way that we are acting to seek God's mercy and to change the direction of our lives. And in doing so, begin to show the neighbor the love that they need and the love that they deserve. In the end, it is better for us to come to terms with our neighbors now, to be reconciled, forgive, 
better to make right, to give restitution for what has been wronged now, here and now, than to be brought before the divine judge. We'll find Jesus saying things like that, his message of forgiveness and the gift of peace and eternal life that he brings is all about reconciliation and forgiveness and setting things to right now, here and now. Christ's death for us, our baptism into us, gives us a forgiveness now and begins our eternal life here and now. Just as God's love for us in Christ saves us from judgment, our love for our neighbor and our neighbor's love for us keeps us also in peace so that there will be no charge against us. But for those who believe that they can defraud their neighbor and that no one will know and no one can ever touch them, someday there is a judgment waiting. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For who else, for what else are we thankful today? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for those who are sick, for all those who mourn, for all who are hard at work bringing peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, for all who look after, to care for, to tend to, to advocate for the poor. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. 
Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.